0: Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that lets you on the inside of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Young and Evan O'Kelly.
1: It's a very special week around the GNAC as we have Men's and Women's Basketball Championship Play taking place this week and we're very excited about it and uh, let me introduce evan o'kelly to the program evan as you know is the gentleman who sets the show up and uh, books the guests and he's actually in Lacey, which is where the tournament will be taking place this week evan how are you tonight
2: i'm doing well kevin how are you doing I'm excited,
1: this is going to be a lot of fun tonight I appreciate uh, the guests that you've booked I want to look forward to having you on a little later in the show And get some of your thoughts about play Which uh, is going to be exciting this week there in Lacey
2: Yeah, absolutely, we got a chance to see some of the teams um, Doing their run-throughs today uh, Doing a little bit of practicing on the court And we're going to hear from some of them here coming up
1: Okay, I know you need to kind of be on your way and do the production behind the scenes, and I appreciate that. Let me tell our listeners who we've got on the show tonight, because it's going to be an exciting show. We're going to start off by talking about the women's tournament, and uh, we're very happy to have with us Ryan McCarthy, Alaska Anchorage women's basketball head coach. He'll be giving us a preview of that side of it. Then we're going to visit with Rob Lowry. It's the third time this season Rob's been on the show with us. He gave us a nice preview of the football season in the fall of the basketball season in the winter and he's actually doing the play-by-play for all of the men's and women's tournament so we'll hear from rob and then patrick simon seattle pacific men's basketball player now i know they're practicing tonight so it's not 100 percent certain that we're going to have patrick with us tonight but we're certainly going to try the outstanding player for seattle pacific and their uh, head coach and his teammate, both honored uh, this week, and we'll get to that a little bit later as well. But first, let me welcome to the program Ryan McCarthy, who is Alaska Anchorage women's head basketball coach. Coach, thanks so much for being with us tonight on GNAC Insider.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: So you're coming in as the number three seed. Uh, how you feeling about uh, your team's play heading into the tournament?
3: yeah i'm pretty I'm pretty proud of uh, you know a third place finish for us this year you know coming in the preseason uh, picked sixth and um, with a with a young team you know we've got seven players that haven't played four year college basketball uh, so i'm I'm pretty happy with uh us coming in the, the way that we've come in uh, to the tournament
1: and you just came off practice right now,
3: is that right we did yeah we had a good one
1: good so you're feeling good about things now you know I know that that you've got a uh, an outstanding offensive team and and you're playing against a team, I think the only team in the conference, that was able to beat you twice, and they also have the home court advantage. So probably not the team you would have picked to play in the first round.
3: Well, actually, uh, we wouldn't want it any other way. Um, this is a team that we want another chance at, and you know we've, we've been fortunate enough to uh, beat everyone else at least once this season. And uh, our team is, is a competitive group, and I've described them from the beginning as a uniquely competitive group and I know that they, they wanted this. They wanted St. Martin's at St. Martin's. So I'm I'm very pleased with, um, you know, if we can't get up for this game, I'm not sure what game we can get up for.
1: <laughs> what a great mindset to take into the game. That's terrific.
3: So tell me about
1: what you think about St. Martin's as a team.
3: Uh, I think they're, they're – uh, a really well-coached team. Obviously, they have uh, you know a matchup zone defense that's caused um, us problems this this year, uh, shooting and you know a low field goal percentage. And um, you know they've got some good players. I know that Geller went off for 36 at our place, and uh, Chelsea is one of the better uh, posts in the league. And they just seem to be playing with a lot of confidence this this year. And they're another team that's um, you know overachieved from what expectations were. So um, you know I have a lot of respect for their program.
1: You bring momentum into it. You've won five of your last six. Let's talk about some of your players. And we'll start with
3: Kiki Robertson. You know, Kiki, in my mind, is the best freshman in the league uh, and and I think one of the best point guards in the country. Um, You know, she's. She's uh, just a real special uh, player from a skill standpoint. Um, I don't know if I've, I've ever coached, and I haven't been coaching, you know, too awful long, but I, I've been in this, in this league seven years, and uh, I don't know if I've coached a player more skilled than Kiki. She just uh, she loves basketball, and it's, it's always fun to coach someone that uh, always wants to get better.
1: So as a point guard, that's such an important role to come in as a freshman with all those skills. So she's strong as a shooter, as a passer, and defensively.
3: Yeah, she she makes us go. She's the engine, you know, of, uh, of, of our offense. And, um, you know, I really tr- trust her decision-making. And, um, you know, she's as good as she is now. She's still got a pretty high ceiling. But, um, you know, she's just one of those players, I think, that the game is very slow for her in her mind. She, you know, she can make decisions. Uh, at a pretty high level and she's proven that this year you know with some of the competition that we've played
1: as a freshman to be named uh, second team all-genac that's quite an honor you have another player that also received that honor kylie burns tell us about her
3: kylie's all about working hard you know she's uh... she started out when i first took this job she was a reserve two guard and uh... based off of where the program was at Um, She was the next tallest player we had, so she had to become a four uh, or power forward. And um, she's really filled that role real nicely. You know, she stretches the defense because of her shooting ability. And uh, she's actually a pretty good athlete. So she's, um, uh, you know, a very good rebounder for her size.
1: So your second year as head coach, you've been able to get Alaska Anchorage into the GNAC tournament both years. Can you look back at last year's tournament and say, gee, uh, I gained as a coach I gained something from that. I learned something from that that you can bring into this year.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think tournament play is pretty special. Um, it's it's one of those things where you know I think our our returners uh, uh, you know learned that it's it's a survive and advance scenario. You know, if you don't win, your season's really in jeopardy. Um, and and that's kind of where we're at this this year, where you know you just you got to be able to make adjustments on the fly and and you know kind of evaluate where your team's at. Um, not necessarily a week ahead of time, but, you know, in tournament play, you could have a game the very next day. So you've got to be able to uh, get your team prepared in a short amount of time, and, you know, we'll see how that goes for t- tomorrow.
1: And I would think as a coach, you know, I mean, this is the time of year where you just got to be looking, you got to stay in the moment. you got to be, be worrying only about St. Martins, not be thinking about anything else, and just focus on, on the game you're, you've got coming up.
3: Yeah, like I said, survive in advance. Just get past the first one and, and that's where all of our focus is right now, you know. Um it's it's just been one of those uh deals for this for this tournament and, and for our season in general was you know, we can't focus on what we did last game, we can't focus on what we're going to do two games from now. It's just what's the what's the very next uh, uh mission to accomplish.
1: You were honored as GNAC coach of the month in December and there was a great write up about your history growing up at Anchorage. Being a big fan of the Great Alaska Shootout as a young as a young person, and now it's quite an honor for you, isn't it, to coach
3: at Anchorage? Yeah, it's very special. You know, I'm I'm very fortunate to be in the position that I am uh, at such a great university and uh, at a university that I grew up um, wanting to be part of. And you know, um, it was for for me, um, you know. My, I know my family really takes a lot of pride in, in uh, me being able to be up there, and um, it's not very often when you're 31 years old you have your dream job, and uh, I'm just very blessed to, to be there.
1: It sounds like with your young team you've got great years ahead of you, but I know you're not looking past this week, and I wish you the very best of luck in this tournament. Thanks so much for being with us,
3: Coach. Thank you.
1: Ryan McCarthy, UAA women's basketball coach, and it sounds like he's got his team ready to face the home team, St. Martins, and that'll be a tough game, and uh, we're going to tell you all about how you can follow all of the play-by-play. In fact, we're going to do that in just a minute, as we're going to have the gentleman who's doing the play-by-play, and you can see every minute of every game from GNACsports.com, and we'll get to that here in just a second. Now let's see what's happening around the GNAC. In Lacey, the St. Martin's women's basketball team is getting set to participate in the GNAC Championships, and head coach Tim Healy was named GNAC Coach of the Month for February. Healy piloted St. Martin's to its first appearance since the tournament moved to a single location in the 2011-12 season. In Fairbanks, the Alaska Fairbanks men's basketball team is celebrating their first victory over in-state rival Alaska Anchorage in eight years. Andrew Kelly hit a buzzer beater to give Alaska Fairbanks a 70-68 win on Thursday night and earn his team GNAC Team of the Week honors. In Seattle, the Seattle Pacific men's basketball team checked in at number 18 in the latest Top 25 standings. Seattle Pacific is the number one overall seed in the men's side heading into this week's GNAC championships. In Monmouth, the Western Oregon baseball team is getting set to host Montana State Billings in GNAC action after Western Oregon opened the season with a 3-1 series win over baseball rival Central Washington. The GNAC men's basketball all-conference team was announced Tuesday. David Downs of Seattle Pacific was named GNAC Player of the Year, and Seattle Pacific Head Coach Ryan Looney was named GNAC Coach of the Year. The GNAC Women's Basketball All-Conference Team was announced Tuesday. Bobby Knudsen of Montana State Billings was a unanimous choice as Player of the Year, and Montana State Billings Head Coach Kevin Wooden was named GNAC Coach of the Year. And for a complete listing of the men's and women's basketball all-conference teams and all of the Red Lion Players of the Week for the period ending March 3rd, visit GNACsports.com.
0: GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, highlights, statistics, and profiles for all 10 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC TV. GNAC Insider will be right back.
2: In old school terms, like when football players wore leather
1: helmets, it was called getting your bell rung, high impact shots to the head. Today, we know a lot more about concussions, and one reason is an engineering team over at UAA.
0: This is an important project because we're learning that if concussions are not detected and left untreated, they can have a dramatic impact on people later in life and possibly lead to dementia and severe depression.
3: In a nondescript basement laboratory in the engineering department over at UAA, Soccer balls are shot at a researcher wearing an electronic mouth guard that measures the impact of the ball hitting his
1: head. The invention is patent pending and could A. Lead to better forms of protection and B. Allow instant diagnosis not just for athletes but for our troops as well. Innovative concussion research. Just one of the amazing stories being written every day at the University of Alaska Anchorage. Northwest basketball fans will have an opportunity to see every single minute of all 10 GNAC tournament games, the men and the women. It all starts at noon tomorrow. And one of the top broadcasters from a standpoint of both talent and experience in the conference, Rob Lowry, broadcaster for Central Washington, will be doing all the play-by-play, and he's kind enough to join us tonight. You're putting in a long week, Rob, so I appreciate the extra time with us tonight.
4: Hey, absolutely no problem whatsoever. I'm glad to spend a few more minutes with you and uh, try to rebound from that last time we got together when I predicted the g x sweep in the volleyball playoffs. I'm still trying to live that down.
1: <laughs> well, I had forgotten
4: all about it, so I certainly wasn't oh, going to bring it up. <laughs> I, I haven't forgotten about it, and neither have some other people who remind me about that frequently.
1: <laughs> You've got a great sense of humor. So let's, let's start uh, tonight talking about the women's uh, competition first. We'll get to the men's here in just a second, but we've got uh, six outstanding teams playing on the women's side. You're going to be doing all the play-by-play, and I want to talk more about the actual broadcasts uh, in a minute, too. But first, if you don't mind, give us a preview of how you see the women's tournament.
4: Well... As the way that act lays out, I have not seen in person all of the women's teams, so uh, I'm going to throw that out as a proviso, but I have seen plenty of them. On the road this year and at home as part of doubleheader action, and I think this, and I'm going to say the same thing about the men, quite frankly, may be as balanced of a field going into the GNAC postseason as we have ever had. I don't think there is a clear front runner either on the men's or women's side. Matter of fact, uh, this past Saturday night had the opportunity to broadcast the Central Washington-St. Martin's game. Uh, it was the Wildcats' final game of the year. So I got a, a good chance to see St. Martin's, and I'm going to tell you something. That defense that Ryan McCarthy was talking with you about just a few minutes ago, it's, it's, uh, it's the real deal. And, and I'm not so sure that a team that can play really good defense advance in this tournament. Now, saying that, this is new ground for St. Martin's. This is their first time into the tournament. I think they're going to have some first-game jitters when they play tomorrow, uh, when they take on Alaska Anchorage tomorrow at 5.15. There's going to be some jitters there. I don't think there's any question about that. But again, a team that plays defense can control its own destiny. And uh, I think Ryan McCarthy was was right to point that out. Saying that, it's also uh, something that you and I both know that it is pretty tough to beat a team three times, three times in the season, and that's what St. Martin's is going to try to accomplish tomorrow night at home against Alaska Anchorage. That's going to be followed up by Seattle Pacific against Simon Frazier. Uh, and I, quite frankly, expected Donnie Brooke in that game as well. I would be very surprised if any of these tournament games, men's or women's, are decided by more than seven, maybe eight points.
1: Yeah, it really is. We've said it all year, what a great balanced uh, you know, conference it is from top to bottom, and when you look at these top teams, you're right; it's it's absolutely terrific. So, uh, at that point, now uh, the the opponents that will win from those games that you just previewed will be playing uh, Western Washington in Mon- Montana State Billings, and those are two tough teams.
4: Well, again, all six of these teams I think are capable of beating any of the other teams in the tournament, and though Western Washington and Montana State Billings get that extra day of rest, if you will, we have seen in this tournament before, uh, 2010, the first time we had the tournament, uh, on the men's side, where that uh, where that first day didn't necessarily pay dividends. Uh, sometimes, and, and you see this, we talk about this in, in playoffs and other sports, that if you continue to play, you continue to progress, you continue to build. So uh, Western Washington and Montana State Billings probably need to take that into account. They're going to get the extra day of rest, but they're going to be playing an opponent that is sharp and both of those teams will have several days off since their last contest
1: that's true they'll be playing a team that has the confidence of having come through with a big first round quarterfinal victory let's look at the men's side now again you know it's it's very tough it'd be easy to say that Seattle Pacific is the favorite but it's been a kind of year where there have been a lot of surprises throughout the season how do you look at the men's competition right now
4: I think the dark horse, quite frankly, and this is to take nothing away from the other teams in the tournament, I think the dark horse is Alaska Fairbanks. Alaska Fairbanks has played very, very well this year. They've got size. They've got talent. They've got shooters around the perimeter. They've got the Defensive Player of the Year and Andrew Kelly on the inside. I think this Fairbanks team, and this is to take nothing away from Montana State Billings, who they play tomorrow, but I think Alaska Fairbanks, when you look at all the teams coming in, they may be the dark horse, and they're also coming in on a four-game winning streak, which is the, uh, which is the longest winning streak of any men's team coming into the tournament. So uh, they're my dark horse right now. Western Oregon, uh, we saw them play uh, a couple times this year. That game with Alaska Anchorage is going to be very, very interesting because Alaska Anchorage Anchorage has shot lights-out basketball against Western Oregon in their two previous games. They've hit 43-pointers in the two games they played previously. Western Oregon is going to be a team that's going to want to get some revenge. And the one thing, and I I love the folks here at St. Martin's because they they do a great job helping us host the tournament for the the GNAC. This facility, this Marcus uh, Pavilion facility, can be the great equalizer. It's a little bit of a different shooting at most gyms around the Act because you do have seats. There's more of an open area behind each basket. And we have seen in previous tournaments here that it has taken teams, men's and women's teams for that matter, maybe a day or at least a half of a game to kind of get used to what is a different shooting backdrop than most are used to at their home facilities or on the road throughout the GNAC for that matter.
1: So let's talk about the actual broadcast. You're going to be doing a lot of play-by-play. I really respect It's tough to focus and keep it going hour after hour. I'm sure you're up to it. But you start at noon tomorrow now. And take our listeners through uh, what will happen uh, at GNACsports.com. All
4: right. Well, tomorrow the the men's action starts things off. At noon, it's going to be Montana State Billings, the sixth seed against Alaska Fairbanks. We'll take the air at about 1150. Brandon Sparks and I will come on the air. We'll do about a 10-minute pregame, 10-minute warm-up ahead of tip-off between Billings and Fairbanks. That game will be followed at 2:15. The fifth seed, Western Oregon, taking on Alaska Anchorage. Then we'll have our we'll have our session break. The women's action will follow tomorrow night. Alaska Anchorage, the third seed, will take on St. Martin's at 5:15, and Simon Fraser, the fourth seed, hosts uh, or takes on I should say Seattle Pacific at 7:30. And we'll do about a 10-minute pregame for each of those games. Give you a little uh, a little perspective on uh, some of the top players a little bit about the coaches, a little bit about each of the teams. So if you're just a casual basketball fan, let, let's say, for example, you're an you're a Alaska Anchorage fan, hey, I'd love to have you tune in for all of those games, because I think we're going to give you a pretty, good, uh, a pretty good representation of basketball around the GNAC, and I think you're going to enjoy seeing all those games tomorrow. And, Kevin, you talk about, uh, about the number of games. We're doing 10 games, obviously, between now and Saturday. Uh, I wouldn't want it any other way. Uh, this is a huge <laughs> honor. No, frankly, this is a huge honor for me. Uh, I've got to tip my hat to flash the felt to uh, Dave Hagland, the commissioner of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, for allowing me to do it. Uh, and uh, you know, we're going we're to we're give you as good a representation of GNAC basketball for throughout the rest of this week as we can.
1: I'll tell you what. Yeah, will you, you need look to at... be
4: here, too. You I'm need with you, to come to up Lacey. for this thing.
1: That's a good idea. Maybe I will do that. Yeah. And Lacey's nice and centrally located, easy to reach. I five north or south. Tickets still available. So, thank you for that. That's a good thought. And I got to I got to tell you now. You're the broadcaster for Central Washington, and just the idea that Central Washington did not make the tournament tells you how tough this tournament is. I watched that game against Western, which I know for you had a very disappointing ending. That that game was so fiercely competed. I, I my hats off to Central Washington. I, I know it was. Obviously, Western Washington loved it. They had the exciting, thrilling end. Your team played with tremendous composure at the end, and uh, it just seemed like whoever took the last shot was going to win that game, but that was such a great game. Uh, It's just stayed with me now for 10 days, whatever it's been since it was played.
4: It was a great game. There's no question about that. Matter of fact, this is the second consecutive year uh, that we have taken Western right down to the wire. Last year we missed a shot, about a 15-foot jump shot at the end that could have ended Western's long home court winning streak at that point. Uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, and I I hate to uh, say I told you so, but uh, when I was doing that broadcast, Richard Woodworth, was not having a particularly good game for Western. It wasn't a bad game, but it just wasn't up to a Richard Woodworth-style game. And I sit on the radio with about four or five minutes left. I said, this game is not over. I said, this young man can turn it on at any time. And I hated to be prophetic, but boy, oh, boy. He turned it on. He scored, uh, I think, uh, 13, 14 points over the last couple of minutes. And when that three-point shot left his hand at midcourt, There was no question in my mind. uh, There was no question in Coach Greg Sparling, our head coach's mind. Matter of fact, he started to head down the scores table because we knew it was going in. That thing was money. So uh, I tip my hat to to Richard Woodworth for, for having a great game that night. Uh, we would have certainly, uh, uh, per- personally for me, I would like to have it gone another way. But for the casual basketball fan, if you were watching on TV that night, you couldn't have got any more basketball excitement than you saw in that contest. And, again, that's a representation of the brand of basketball that we play here in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.
1: It really is. And, you know, just a little aside on Woodward's last shot. You know, we've all seen balls go in at the end of a game, and usually it's like a baseball-type throw. That was a jump shot he took from, nope. the, from the half-court line. Uh,
4: it was amazing. It was an absolutely amazing shot, and you're right. It was a mid-court jump shot that he drained, and again, it wasn't a banker or one of those shots that kind of slopped their way in, I guess you could say. No, that thing was dead on from the moment it left his hands, and I was at uh, the scorer's table to the left side. So I saw it from behind, and I saw it leave his hand, and I thought, this, one is, this one's in, and it was.
1: Well, I wish you the very best of luck. I know it's going to be a very exciting uh, broadcast. Uh, we'll be watching it. Those who, who come up in person, of course, will enjoy it that way. But uh, those of us who cannot will be able to watch it at GNACsports.com. Rob, thank you so much. You're always a great guest, and I know it'll be a great broadcast week for you and the crew.
4: I'm, I'm going to love this. This is going to be the, the uh, again. I, I uh, this is probably as big an honor as I've received in a number of years being selected to do this. And, and again, uh, thanks to everybody with the Gene Act for allowing me to do it. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give it our all. And I hope uh, at the end of Saturday night, everybody says job well done.
1: I'm sure that will be the case. Thanks so much, Rob. We sure appreciate your being on the show. And so, again, uh, com, you're going to get the video, you're going to get the play-by-play, and it'll be a great time for you to catch all the action. And as Rob was so kind to point out, you know, Lacey's an easy place to get to. So there's lots of basketball starting tomorrow at noon. The men started off, then the women in the evening, but there's basketball Thursday, Friday, championship on Saturday, and it'll be a great opportunity for you to see some tremendous athleticism. And one of the things that has has amazed me uh, this year, particularly on the men's side, and we're going to hopefully have a chance to talk with one of these guys here in a minute, there are some unbelievable outside shooters, three-point shooters of guys that are, you know, Six eight, six nine, <laughs> six ten. 6'9", uh, in this conference. Some really huge guys who can knock it down from outside. And the athleticism of these players, uh, if you just watch the games, women as well. There are some absolutely remarkable players, and uh, we hope that you will uh, have an opportunity to catch them one way or the other. Now let's take a look at this week in the GNAC. In Lacey, quarterfinal action of the men's and women's GNAC basketball championships kicks off on Wednesday with four teams on tap starting at noon Pacific time. The men's semifinals are set for Thursday at 5.15 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. Pacific time with the women's semifinals following on Friday at 5.15 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. The men's championship game is slated for Saturday at 5.15 with the women's title game to follow at 7.30 p.m. Saturday evening. The St. Martin's softball team opens up conference play against Northwest Nazarene this weekend with four games scheduled for Friday and Saturday. In Monmouth, the Western Oregon softball team opens GNAC play as well hosting Montana State Billings in a four-game set this weekend. The Western Oregon baseball team also hosts Montana State Billings this weekend, with double-headers scheduled for Friday and Saturday. In track and field, six GNAC teams are set to participate in three different meets this weekend, with three teams heading to Tacoma for the Pacific Lutheran Invitational. And be sure to follow GNAC Sports on Twitter and Facebook to stay up-to-date on all the latest news, scores, standings, highlights, and more from around the conference.
0: Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider via podcast, over iTunes, or at GNACSports.com. We'll be right back with more GNAC Insider. Seattle Pacific University is a premier Christian university where each year 4,000 students catch a vision for making a difference in the world. All across the globe, SPU graduates are making an impact in medicine, technology, athletics, business, education, music, theater, and more. SPU is dedicated to outstanding scholarship and thoughtful faith. It's a powerful combination that brings about change in the lives of graduates and in the people and communities they serve. Seattle Pacific University, engaging the culture, changing the world.
1: We are on the eve of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Men's and Women's Basketball Tournament, and in Lacey for all of the festivities is Evan O'Kelly rejoining us here at the end of the program. Evan, I just can't wait. This is such an exciting time of year, uh, and it's so great, I think, to have the men and the women playing in the same building.
2: You know, it's a really special atmosphere here in Lacey, and um, we've seen, like I said earlier, some of the teams practicing today. We just got um, what better of a preview could you have asked for the guy who um, is as knowledgeable as anybody out there in terms of GNAC basketball, Rob Lowry, who's going to do an excellent job, and we're just so excited to have him, uh, Mike's side, for these games. Um, And then... I uh, got a perspective right there firsthand from uh, one of the coaches who's going to be in the heat of the battle tomorrow with uh, fighting for his life. So uh, that was really a, a great preview we got. I know that a lot of folks
1: uh, are able to follow the GNAC. You know, people's, people have jobs. People sometimes have to work during the day. But if they want to get updates on their cell phone, uh, maybe the best way to do it, certainly a good way to do it, is uh, to follow your feeds on both twitter and facebook it's funny some people use twitter some people use facebook i don't know how that many people use both but you've got both covered and you'll have updates uh, throughout the whole tournament am i right
2: Absolutely. We'll have um, all sorts of coverage starting tomorrow with the very first game. Like you said, on Twitter and Facebook, we will have plenty of social media coverage, um, tweeting out photos, scores, and highlights, things like that. And, of course, if you're looking for more active coverage, if you're looking to watch uh, the games or follow the the play-by-play, we will have live statistics um, being produced as well as stream, that can be accessed by going to GNACsports.com, and it'll be right there on the front page. Links to both the live video stream and the um, way-by-play, basically, uh, will be updated on the live stats. Very cool.
1: And for folks who are all fired up and want to get a little bit more uh, basketball tonight, folks can go to GNACsports.com and take a look at all of the players who are honored uh, as uh, all GNAC in
2: basketball, men and women. That's right. That was uh, announced today for the women and yesterday for the men. So those are uh, fresh off the slate for us. We got um, a good portion of those uh, top honorees here uh, coming together to play in this tournament. So we're excited to see some of the best talent around the GNAC. And then also uh, we have tournament previews for both the men's side and the women's side up at GNACsports.com as well. So if you're uh, feeling extra hungry for to get another preview tonight, uh Check out com. You can uh, read up, find everything you need to know.
1: Evan, tell our listeners what's next now. This is a great time of year. We look forward to a crowning a GNAC champion in men's and women's basketball. What happens after this tournament?
2: Well, after this tournament, we uh, kind of have a, a bit of a lull in terms of championships, but um uh, that's not true in terms of uh, competition as the baseball season and the softball season are really kicking into full full swing. Um, softball GNAC play actually starts this weekend um, for six of the seven teams, and then four of the five baseball teams will have conference action as well. Um, we got the spring track season kicking off outdoors. Uh, runners are out there. They've competed in meets last weekend, and they have uh, another couple, one in Washington coming up here This weekend at the PLU invite. And then uh, in terms of golf, that's going uh, into full swing as well on both the men's and the women's side.
1: And for basketball fans, we're going to come out of this with two conference champions, men's and women's. They'll move on forward. What will happen to those winners? And tell our listeners, too, whether there could be any other representation of the GNAC in other postseason basketball play.
2: Well, absolutely. You know, the uh, champion on the men's and women's side will earn a birth to the NCAA postseason, and then um, any births beyond that would be um, teams selected out of the regional uh, advisory committees who um, essentially rank teams, and um, that determines the field of eight on both the men's and the women's side that will make um, the regional playoffs for the NCAA three conferences um, for our purposes, so uh, you've uh, punched your ticket, uh, don't win the GNAC, and you uh, got to hope for a strong ranking out of the region. And the regionals take place when? Uh, there will be one more regional set of regional rankings, that will be released tomorrow, and then the selection show, which is the ultimate... Um, deciding factor and who actually gets in will be um, announced Sunday evening and uh, if you follow up on GNACsports.com following the GNAC basketball championships we will have all kinds of live coverage options as that is an actual uh, video show where the teams are announced live uh, by the NCAA.
1: Okay so it's another case of live video streaming from GNACsports.com. That's correct. And again I'm sure you'll have the updates for everybody on Facebook and Twitter as well. Evan, I know it's going to be a fun week for you and Lacey. Now, uh, as was mentioned earlier, tickets available. How can people uh, acquire tickets? Can they go right to the box office and get
2: in? Tell us how that can work. You bet. Uh, box office tickets will be available each and every day. Um Uh, starting tomorrow, Wednesday, and running through uh, the championships on Saturday. Online tickets are still available. The window's getting kind of tight here. You have until uh, 11.59 p.m. Tuesday evening uh, tonight to make those purchases. After that, you will be able to purchase tickets at the door. Um, Pricing and the different packages available, you can buy single session or full tournament passes. All that information is also available at gnaxsports.com. And for folks who don't know where Lacey
1: is, it's just barely kind of a suburb of Olympia, right in the uh, Seattle-Tacoma area. Very convenient for the large populations of people in Seattle and Portland and
2: really all throughout the Northwest.
1: Evan, thank you so much for being with us. I hope you enjoy the week.
2: Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Very excited, and it should be a great time.
1: I thank you so much for all the work you do. Evan O'Kelly is always behind the scenes producing our show every week and does such a great job of booking the guests and uh, preparing me for the uh, show. And it's a really uh, a great uh, privilege for me to work with Evan. Hey, and it's a privilege to have you with us as well on GNAC insider. And I hope you'll be with us next week. Good night.
0: Thank you for joining us on GNAC insider, the weekly update on the student athletes, coaches and events of the NCAA's great Northwest athletic conference. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider or listen at your convenience throughout the week at GNACsports.com or subscribe to the podcast over iTunes. GNAC Insider is a production of Soundbrook, creating revenue streams with digital audio.